Great. Hello. Welcome back to uh, to our series of interviews. And today we have with us uh, Ren Brack Renewables. Oh, dear. Um, and uh, this is a real um, hot topic for us because um, uh, you explaining what you do and uh, how it fits into our industry is really important. And I think actually you can help some of our home movers moving forward. And it's not something that I think most people will have high on their priority list when they're moving home. Uh, but um, more and more people are very, very or becoming more conscious and more educated, really, uh, on uh, renewable energy and um, obviously um, electric cars as well, which is hot topic. And that's something I know that you guys you guys do, too. So, um, yeah. So thank thank you so much for joining joining us. Um, and we've got two of you today as well, which is really good. I thought we only have one, but double trouble. <laughs> so uh, if you wouldn't mind then just starting uh, with, um, you know, talk, talking to me about your business, who you are and uh, why you do what you do. Thanks very much, Aidy. Yeah, nice to uh, be invited along. Thank you. Um, so, yes, as you nearly said, we're Renbrack Renewables. Um, <laughs> I'm Michael. This is Antoinette. Hello. And uh, we've uh, we've set up in uh, Oakham, in the Victoria Hall, in, uh, in the High Street in Oakham. And our business is about anything to do with renewable uh, energy. So we uh, have, have focused quite heavily on electric car charging points, both at home and workplace. Um, but we can also do solar panels uh, and all the associated technology that's developed around those, um, particularly around battery storage and smart homes. Um, and also uh, we do air source heat pumps and ground source heat pumps um, as a way of allowing people to get uh, heating into their homes uh, without having to burn anything. Um, fundamentally, if you want to know what it is we do, then if it involves burning something, it's not for us. No. Uh, <laughs> so it's, it's there's, a, there's, a, there's a hashtag that goes around on social media quite a lot called stop burning stuff. Um, and that's really it. So, so don't, don't burn it to move your car, don't burn it to heat your home, um, and try and be as green as possible in the electricity that you use as well. So yeah. we're here on the high street so people can either make appointments or just drop in and just start to learn about it like i say there's a, there's a lot of information out there um it's difficult to know where to start sometimes yeah. Yeah. and um and and you sort of said about uh, touched on it in your intro where um when people do move homes uh, it's often quite a good thing to do people always you always want to make a stamp on a house when you move yeah uh, you always have the things in your head that you want to change or personalize to your own use um, and so there's there's quite a good link uh, yeah. at that point where people can look how to future proof themselves against maybe some of the shocks in the market, which we're starting to see. Um, and just there's a general make it um, more cost effective. Yeah, yeah, cost effective. It's cost effective to do it at that point. And also um, just there's just a, a willingness to start moving uh, towards these uh, new new technologies um, that, that will enable you to stop burning stuff. Okay, so, uh, so how, in in terms of your the age of your business, how how long have you been? You, you've been how, when did you launch your business, and uh, how long have you been um, in in the renewable energy industry? But the business itself, we with spectacular timing, launched in March last year. Um, and so immediately had to stop again. <laughs> um, so uh, that wasn't uh, that wasn't the easiest of, of starts for us. Um, but it had been uh, basically two years in the planning yeah. um, uh, right to that point. Wow. Um, we, we came from different um, industries. Uh, mine was predominantly in the paper industry. I'm an airline background. 
Oh, right. Uh, Crikey. Okay. Carbon. <laughs> My carbon footprint is not good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, was a, it was a growing, um, I suppose, disillusionment with those industries, a growing interest in, in, in the future and, and something that we could do. We'd always had a strong desire to work in a business together. Um, and it, it really, I suppose, crystallized initially around um, electric cars and that market. Okay. Um, and through a natural progression, once uh, we, we were bought into the idea and completely sold on the benefits of electric cars, you start to think about, well, how's, where's this electricity going to come from? Um, and, get it. and the fact that you can actually generate it yourself uh, and, and run cars from your from your own uh, solar panels, from your own rooftop, uh, and all the associated uh, bits of uh, technology that are available into householders beyond that as well. And so it kind of grew from that. Cars were the trigger point. Um, and as I say, we, we then had to transition from uh, one industry to another, uh, which was always right. challenging, but at the same time, really, really interesting. Very, it was a real rewarding. A real shot in the arm. You know, you can, you know, when you spend a long time in something, it can get quite hard. Corporate, and life, yeah. corporate life as well. And we wanted something that was a bit more plugged into the local community uh, where we can make a difference around here. Um, and so it, it just it just fitted really, really well. So we built our network um, of people quietly. We started to look for um, how we could how we could build a mis business model, how we could fund it um, and then launched into a global pandemic. Bam. <laughs> no better timing. No better timing. Genuinely say that to everybody, honestly. Yeah, uh, everyone that I've, I've spoken to on, on the interview so far, um, certainly the businesses that have launched in and around the last 18 months, I just think it's the, in, in, in hindsight, obviously you can have a plan for, for the, you know, for a global pandemic, but then in some cases, you know, it gives you some time to really um, not just put the vision into practice, mm -hmm. but also um, give you the, and the kickstart's the wrong word, but but I mean, for me, I mean, we launched uh, we launched our business in January 2020, and then two months later, we couldn't sell houses. So um, yeah. there was a decision to be made about: do we shut the business down entirely already before it's got off the ground, or do we look at ways of adapting to the environment that we've been placed in? And that's what we did. And I think a lot of businesses have done that. It makes you very resilient. It does. And, and future proofs you definitely. Yeah. And it forced it, and it, it almost forced us. And I'm, I don't know about yourself, but it almost forced us to relook at our marketing strategy because everyone's on. Everyone was online, you know, during lockdown, weren't they? You know, Facebook yeah, yeah. numbers and um, uh, some. So a, I saw a ridiculous stat the other week about uh, the average person during the, the first lockdown scrolled 42 miles of newsfeed <laughs> within three months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah, yeah. incredible, but. Um, well, yeah, so we had to look at our marketing and I'm sure, you know, with, you, with your industry in particular, though, the one thing I find quite fascinating is um, for me, I, I mean, I'm not very well educated in the renewable side of your business, but um, if I wanted to start researching that, it is an absolute minefield and I have yes. no idea where to begin. I, ju we I just that, yeah. that, that was a big part between yeah. with, with this, really, which was which was largely Antoinette's vision of, of having somewhere where people can come to get advice first right. and foremost. Unbiased and it's face-to-face -face and it's local. And we have the products here. We have a showroom with the yes. products. I can swing around. Yeah, and you can, I can see, see. The home chargers. Because um, people don't know what they look like and how big they are, you know. And what to do with them. I know it sounds a silly thing, but what to do with them. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's very hard to find out. And even 
people who we knew who, who we would say were quite tech savvy yeah. were struggling with it. Um, and so when this opportunity came up to be in, in the Victoria Hall in Oakham and actually have a high street presence, we thought that's brilliant because people yeah. can just call in. Yes. Uh, you know, they'll be able to find us and yeah. actually start having a conversation. You know, we're not affiliated with anyone make. If, if we do tend to home in towards certain products, it's because we've done the legwork and we've found the ones that are good. Yeah. Um, and that, that are not just good products in their performance, but they have good backup customer support. Okay. Um, warranties, and the products work basically and we also give a unique service and that michael will go out to your home and see your electronics in your house and how it's set up and where you want your charger if it's feasible and if there's any extra cost to it because sometimes there is and you won't know that online by buying something online Um, often people can be left with a very expensive after bill when they think they're getting x price and it actually isn't so we tell people up front this is what it's going to cost you so okay, so so to pin you down on one one um one area in uh, specifically, let's say ele- electric cars, for example. So uh, yeah. it's very much high on my agenda for my next vehicle, um, which yes. obviously before this year is likely to be next year now. But looking at the electric vehicle market, um, so I've done a little bit of research around um, what's needed and and you know who will come to install it. Obviously, you guys. Um, but um, there, there, am I right in saying that there was funding available by the government to encourage yes. people to have these electric points? There is. If, if up until March 2022, there's called an OZEV grant. So if you um, have a, a driveway with off-street parking, you get £350 off towards the cost of installation. Right. Uh, and that's up until March next year. After that, it may change. We, we don't have any details what that would be. Okay. But that's currently what it is. Okay, so yeah, typically, what would what would the installation cost be at the moment? It's it's central to budget for about a thousand pounds all in, including the charger and the installation. Right. Um, hope we we're quite often coming below that, but but it's sensible to budget for that Think because yeah. there's a lot of regulations around making sure these things are safe. Yeah. Um, and. That includes the household electrics as well. And so we do, in order to meet those latest regulations, sometimes have to update the either the circuit breakers or even the consumer unit in the property in order to uh, okay. make it conform and, to, and, and then to qualify for the grant. But there are regulations, whether you have the grant or not, that we have to meet for electrical safety standards. Um, and so there's, there's quite often a little bit of extra work needed. Um, and then it's just also the, the, the question, if someone's buying a newish home, it's usually fairly straightforward um, because things tend to be quite close together. In older homes, they can be all over the place, and uh, and you've got to connect them up. Middle of the house, get the back. Yeah. Actually, wiring up a, a charger is not that difficult. Yeah. The trick is in the budget, and that's the bit that can that can add a, a little bit of extra cost onto it. I mean, that might sound a lot to people, but if you think about it the cost of charging you know putting fuel in effect into your car at home is so much more cost effective you know over the years mm. uh, i mean if i to tell you in our car our electric car for us to go five thousand miles it costs us 67 pounds 50 charging at home uh, right okay Crikey, when you put that's it five just say again that's five thousand yeah. miles that, that's so it. i don't know what you and we never have to go anywhere to fill it up you know just, we just it's always it's always parked at night and so if it needs a charge then we plug it in and i say if it needs a charge it doesn't need charging every night 
it's yeah. every so it's every now and then we plug it in we have a cheap rate of electricity the charger's just set up to charge at those times and yeah less about six, 65 pounds roughly for five thousand miles it's quite common for people to drop 65 pound a week in their car and fuel and not even think about it yeah and certainly in the current climate with a fuel shortage and you know all the rest of it this is where we we're being smug last week right yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes yeah yeah i did see a few facebook posts poking the fun at um <laughs> last week which it was quite no, but what it does do is is highlight to people a the cost because petrol is going to go up um, i'm Absolutely, sure you might have seen yeah. that yeah uh, and also reliability people are now thinking actually that there should be a better way to do this and there is yes and if people often overestimate how many miles they do yeah. in their car and they underestimate how much it costs them to do that absolutely and, it, right. and it's, yeah. it's quite a difficult thing to to sort of to, to tell people uh, beforehand but people really notice it once they do move it's it's noticeably cheaper um and just just easier i had to we we do have an old um petrol car that, that we keep as uh, in, for, for incredibly rare occasions that we need a second car and yeah dump run <laughs> <laughs> um, and i uh, i had to go and fill it up for the first time in 18 months because it didn't move during lockdown so wow. i had to get it started first of all i had to go and fill it up and i couldn't believe the stink of a petrol car oh yeah 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 it really struck me having not been for so long mm. um and having to make a special trip to go and, and fill the car up um which you know we, we just don't do now because the cars as i say it's always parked at night we're fortunate enough to have a driveway yeah um, so on those occasions it's just a few seconds and if you, to plug it in yeah if and you do happen charges. to need to do a longer journey the fast charging network is in every week there's updates it's, it's, it's improved hasn't it yeah i, I literally I, I, I went where did i get i went to reading the other day for a qrm with uh with you move and I was really quite surprised actually how many quick charging points there were now it's even it's a smaller yeah. service state not even the large ones but the smaller yeah. ones um yeah. there's 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 announcements almost every week uh, there's there's a there's there's a genuine land grab going on at the moment between the, the charging <laughs> companies they've got big money behind them they're investing a lot of money in getting chargers into key locations and what what they're doing as well which is a, the biggest probably single improvement is instead of just putting one in, they're putting a bank of them in. Um, you know, so that does help enormously in terms of knowing that with confidence you can go to those places yeah. um, and not queue up. So okay. um, as the number of cars is increasing, then um, you know we, we hope that the network is growing Actually, rapidly yeah. uh, as yeah. well, um, and hopefully be able to keep ahead of it. Yeah. Do, do you find then on that note, because um, I, I mean, in terms of being environmentally aware of who I am and my, my responsibility uh, in life, I suppose, has only really hit me since I mean, my, my eldest is five now. So since kids, um, yeah. and you probably yeah. get this all the, you probably get this all the time. But that's when really my focus to switch from. Right. You know, we, we do the basic things like recycle and all the rest of it. We've done yes. that years but when kids come along you then start thinking and you're more aware of what they're growing into uh, what we mm. need to do to make sure that they're, the environment that they're living and their kids and grandkids and all the rest of it is going to be as safe and as, as humanly possible and so is there an age demographic that you do you find that come to you and and are starting to be more conscious about uh, their footprint you'd be surprised that most people who come to have their impact on their footprint is retired people People no way, retired. really? God, yeah, that yeah, shocked yeah. me. Absolutely. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Wow. 
they get it implicitly get it they get the and they also get the idea of investing in a property uh, i'm sure you know look if you go around if you're selling a property yes. that an old retired person has they're always very well maintained you know they're they put money into their property they see the benefit of that in renewables is no different and they get it immediately uh, and they understand it and they understand how to save money so when you say to them about electric car and you're driving locally or wherever you're driving it makes sense to them yes. and they and primarily their driving force is for environmental reasons yeah they, we they, have to do something which is surprised us it does actually yeah. quite often you know they'll say yeah i know i'm not going to get the benefit of this in the long term but <laughs> oh no <laughs> thing to do and they're thinking of maybe you know they're thinking about grandkids for instance yeah. you know yeah like, that's true i think there's an awareness around it you know people like like yourselves and, and like us who have young families but it's it's kind of difficult in the melee of life and having yeah. that to to plan around uh, these things sometimes um whereas the the older people empty nesters perhaps do have that time and the will to see it through and they are by far and away um the largest part of it i think we're seeing more professionals coming on board now particularly and and again the trigger is often the cars because there's such a financial benefit if you have a company car yeah to going yeah. for electric yeah absolutely yeah you know, and, and if you're a business okay. owner and you're able to to, mm. to take advantage of the 100% write down as well, on an yeah, correct. Yeah. then, you know, those are those are huge financial incentives. And a lot of people are taking advantage of that now. Yeah. And, and I, I, I was describing how my interest started with cars and then developed. That's quite often the case. We're actually seeing that increasingly over the last month, I'd say, where people say, I've got an electric car in the way, uh, so I need a car charger. And I'm also interested in solar panels that could maybe charge it. So the people are making those connections now. That would be absolutely so, uh, and I'd be lying if I didn't say part of the benefit in kind as being a business owner would be one of the attractions of going electric yeah. in the first place. Uh, but secondly to that, and you, you've just literally hit the nail on the head, the next or the the, uh, the plan B once the car is there is to get something yeah. to generate, you know, the free electricity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. generate it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah we, we've already looked, this is what I was saying to you earlier about, you know, when, even when I've, a very basic uneducated man on reusable energy and, and the benefits of electric cars when i started the research just literally google uh, electric cars benefits and then the bits around it and then you start realizing that actually it's not just about having an electric car it's about how it's how, how the energy is sourced and where it comes from and the benefits of then having something else to be able to do that and which is where it becomes a minefield it genuinely becomes a minefield because you i mean i come away from a lot of my research thinking we're still none the wiser. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, you've got, to, you've got to be able to pick those things out and put it into something that's relevant to you and your home. Each home is different, but you're looking at it as a system that's specifically tailored towards your home your, and your needs within it. Um, and that's what we do, really, fundamentally. Yeah. We'll, we'll take those bits of information and we can have, after having a call, ideally, we get someone to come in or like this on online and we have just have a conversation with them and find out what's what's their triggers what what's, what's brought them to, them to this yeah. point um, and what are they hoping to achieve and then we can apply what we know to start building a for them in real terms that's relevant to their life and their home so just to clarify then so if if, if somebody watching and, and listening to this on spotify is interested in, in speaking to you they can have a consultation with you uh, either yes. face to face or you just touched on zoom um, yeah. And even in in some cases or all cases, there is a, a relevant home visit as well. Is that is that right? 
Yes, it's, yeah. it's always worth doing, and yeah. you know, particularly as we're so, um, although we, we can travel, um, the vast majority of the work we do is in is in uh, Rutland and the surrounding counties, and we'll just go out to those. It's much better um, to do that. It, it prevents nasty surprises anywhere. We can get a certain amount of information okay. from um, satellite imagery and from conversations uh, and from information that the customers provide us, but we like to visit uh, as much as possible. Okay, uh, fantastic. So then um, switching that towards sort of a property focused um, industry and, and um, segment now is, so we're selling homes on a mm. regular basis to clients. They can, the new purchasers coming into these homes can contact you as well. Uh, and then again, you can come come out and see these uh, these clients and the properties that they're buying and give them a consultation on um, some of the more environmentally conscious buyers, I suppose, which are more and more around today than ever before. Yeah. Um, and I guess also, AD, there's probably even before someone, you know, if someone wanted to find out what was possible to do, given that the, the property has come to market, then it's going to come with a fairly good degree of information available. So we could have a look at floor plans, we could have a look at, um, you know, images and things that you've been able to take and, and give people a very good idea um, of what's possible to achieve um, if they want to plan in that and, and include it in their financial calculations whilst they're planning the move. Yeah, I've got, uh, we, we sold a property uh, to a client in Wilbarson, which is a village near Harborough, who um, very much is high on their radar. A lot of people actually, when they're looking at property, and we've got one for sale in what well, we just sold in Moorcott, where straight away the electrics are a very dated uh, source oh, sorry, yeah. um, and the first thing they're going to do is to basically um, rewire the whole property so at that right. point it's probably best that they actually speak to you yes. um, and feed, into it, yeah. Yeah, feed them through the process but... table sizes and things like that yeah I mean yeah. We, we, we do get people who've done that sort of thing and and um, you know they've they've taken um, the initiative to get their electrician to lay a cable to where they might want a car charger or or a heat yeah. pump or something um, with varying success sometimes it's correct specification sometimes it isn't so it's well worth checking okay fab i've just uh, my i've just been been warned by zoom that the um the time <laughs> running out so not sure what's happened there. uh so just a couple of things then i mean we, we would like to add your details onto our social page as well yeah, um, they, yeah. they, they can find you um in Oakham, got a physical yes. in Oakham as you touched upon, um, and you're in Crown. You say Crown Walk to me. Uh, Victoria yeah. Hall. Victoria, oh, Victoria Hall. Hall. Sorry, Victoria Hall. High Street. Yep. Yeah. 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 So Victoria Hall, you can be found, and also you have a web address, and you are reasonably on active on social media as well, aren't you? Yeah, at Renbrack on the Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah, just Renbrack.co.uk for the website. Yeah, fabulous. Um, and just one last question really for me is uh, in terms of what challenges do you currently face? And I'm sure there's a million in your industry, but uh, what's your biggest challenge at the moment? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, we're actively looking for electricians to work, uh, to come and work for us actually at the moment. Yeah. So it's actually ramping up the business yeah. um, to meet demand. the demand. Yeah, huge demand. Um, you know, okay. that's, that's the biggest thing. So I'd say um, if people are thinking of doing anything to do with this, then start talking to us early. Uh, so we can plan because yeah. the lead times are becoming longer. There's more and more um, demand coming, and, and that's causing a squeeze on down the line. So especially early. for electric cars as well, it'll take a few months to get one once you order. They, those yeah. lead times because yeah. there's big demand. 
yeah very true so uh, just quickly on that note then before we before we wrap up that so is there a lead time if we place an order for you to have an electric point put in uh, what's the lead time from order to uh, actually having the products installed Depend, depending on the unit itself but it, it's it's averaging out three to four weeks three to four weeks okay so it's not, it's not too bad but we get a, an awful lot of people turning up and saying my car's arriving on thursday yes <laughs> you know uh, my, 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 my three-point plug won't work yeah <laughs> uh, but there is a process we have to do in terms of notifications and obviously making sure we get the, the correct uh, okay so all these crazy people that are buying teslas and have got six month waiting list they uh, they're in they're in good time they're in good time they're they're okay but tesla yeah. have a habit of phoning them up and saying right we've got your card you want it or yeah not? yeah i know yeah yeah i had a friend that did, yeah, exactly that yeah 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 he was quoted six months i think it was within six weeks or something yeah, <laughs> yeah. it happens a lot yeah yeah i did say to him maybe you didn't get stuck in the Suez canal maybe you got lucky i don't know but yeah so, maybe yeah <laughs> great well thank you both uh really interesting um and enlightening really because there's a lot of as I said, I just think a lot of people are very uneducated on this subject, and I think um, this this will definitely help. So, uh, thank, thank you. Yeah, uh, there's, there's a lot of information out there, and so you know that's, that's what, we just try and make it a bit clear and relevant to people um, by engaging with them as early as possible. Great. Okay. okay well, thank you. Thanks very much. Look forward to um, speaking that's to you. Appreciate it, Aidy. Okay. Take care. Okay. Bye.